Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Last time on The End of Time and Other Bothers. I pissed off a goddess, and now I'm in the woods of the donut, and I'm talking to you. Do you have a face? Guys, where are you? I'm right here. And a fairy settles down out of the trees. There's the fairy. What do you mean? I'm not the only fairy fairy. Are we in between, Jerry? And Jerry launches at you. Jerry just keeps on moving past me. Because? Because of my demonic background, I may have some control over Limbo. Who is doing magic in my glade? He is. No, no, that wasn't me. This guy here. Everyone, just hold hands. We're going to try to unlimbo ourselves out of here. You're all in greatness. Celine's put a price on all your heads. Here, do you want one of my fairy cakes? Thanks. And you see Agerton start to lift into the air. You almost flew, Agerton. I almost... You said that we could follow you. Where would you take us? It wouldn't be into the hands of this goddess. Oh, right, so I get all the money and all the jewels and all the cool things. Right, yeah, so just follow me. Oh, boy. The four of you... We're standing and staring down at basically Celine's palace with the fairy in the air near you. When suddenly you are all standing in front of the palace door. Oh, what? That escalated quickly. And they are slowly opening. These are very strange, large palace doors that are all kinds of faces and grotesque figures as if they are built out of different beings that have been trapped forever inside them. Um, very lifelike, assuming they were carved ever. And these giant gates are slowly opening and you hear the sounds of, must be at 5,000 Fey inside the hall, all talking and murmuring as these doors are opening before you. It's just like her scary chariot. I, I don't want to go in. I would have expected a portcullis. The End of Time and Other Bothers, an improvised fantasy role-playing game set in the world of Alba Salix. Your game master is Sean Howard, with players Marisa King, Michael Howie, and Carter Siddle, and special guest Julian Sark. Episode 14, Between Part 2. As the gates widen, 
A bird-like being steps out in very long, flowing, purple robes, except there's a typewriter where its head should be. And it steps forward, and clackety-clackety-clacks, and you see some words appear on the paper where the head is, and it says, Enter. Lot leans forward. I, I, I don't know if this is the uh, right custom to do. Uh, I'm just gonna try something, and types out. Thank you on the keys. Don't type that. Well, I don't know. It's got a typewriter for a face. Is that what I'm supposed to? I'm sorry. Is is this bothering you? Am I? Am I touching your nose or something? The thing you want to type is no. Oh, I all right. So Vlad starts hitting the back key. I'll just, all right. So I'll type an X over each letter of thank you. And then I'll you, you capitalize. Need to, you need to scroll down the paper first. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I think you should say thank you, but no. Thank you. That's, oh, that's more, more polite. polite. I'm like, uh, sorry. Could you just hold still a bird typewriter being just a moment? So, all right. <clears throat> Thank you, but no. We rescind your generous offer of entry. Uh, there's a typo on rescind. Oh, how do you the spell doors rescind? hit their widest open point with a resounding sound through the hall, and there is a hush now. The entire hall is quiet as Blatt continues to try and type on this being's head. All right, so R E S. See the paper advances. And it was like, if you will please stop types out on the paper. Oh, I was worried that this was considered rude. I'm, I'm sorry. C can you hear us, typewriter being? I've never types out on the next line. And that's when you realize the entire hall is quiet and you just feel all the eyes from this hall focused on you all standing in the doorway. So what if we all take three steps back? all together, and we'll just keep doing that all the way down the hill. Very good. That casually, casually, just don't make it seem like you're walking backwards. Like, oh, hey, look at that statue over there. That's interesting. Take a step back. I'm just transferring my weight back on my heel, just like this. Absolutely. absolutely. Ooh, take a look at that over there. That's quite lovely. And take a step Blatt, back. Your, your back hits a wall that wasn't there, and the wall grumbles. Oh, excuse me. I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you a wall? What do I look like? A wall. Well, I'm probably a wall. You got a problem with that? I don't have a problem per se that you are a wall. I was just wondering if perhaps you could be a wall somewhere else. We're just trying to leave. Well, I'm just going in. And the wall begins to advance forward. Hey! Uh, okay, so we're moving forward. So we're moving forward. <laughs> Excuse us, typewriter being. The typewriter slaps you across the face ah! and stalks off. All right. Celine lives in a very trippy castle, but we have an ace in the hole. We're in a castle of fae, and we have a fae amongst us. Who's that? Darcy has a little bit of fae on her great aunt. It's you! Oh, yeah, I knew that. That's okay. Okay, so, um, excuse me, everybody. 
Um, I would like to petition for uh, exit to another place because this is, as I've been told, creepy AF, and we don't want to be here anymore. Thank you. The wall stops behind you. Oh, see, it worked. And there's a slight murmur roaring forward in the crowd away from you. Oh, Brooklyn, he wants a mat. He wants a wipe. Get out. He wants to leave. He wants to exit. Well, he's going to ask for that. Yeah, so I think this is going well. Um, we'll just, uh, excuse me, Mr. Wall, if you wouldn't mind walling elsewhere. And the wall disintegrates into blocks that all start running around and running off into the crowd. That was a little terrifying, but look, I fixed it as, as your the leader. the giant doors slam shut behind you. Oh. Um, so the wall problem has been resolved with nightmarish results. However, it would appear that the doors are not cooperating. If someone else has an idea in how to open the doors and or progress away from this upsetting incident, I am open to ideas. Well, here's my question. Is this still limbo? Or the in-between? Because if it is, perhaps I could use my new demonic whatchamacallit to get us out of here. Huddle up, everyone. Huddle, huddle, huddle. We'll give this a try. Everyone hold hands. I'll think really hard. And perhaps we could just magic our way out of here. All right. Roll for limbo travel. Rolling for limbo travel. That is a seven. <laughs> On a seven to nine, you enter limbo, but with a cost. You end up in a different location or plane, or you are unable to exit limbo for 10 minutes while you recharge. I choose end up in a different location or plane, possibly the one where we came from. This seems oddly familiar to me, everybody. Okay, so you're all huddled up around Blatt. Um, when all of a sudden, uh, everything starts to get really dark, like... Like you're going blind, like the colors are changing, things are pulsing, and there's like everything sounds really dampened, and you hear another murmur in the in the, in the hall, this time louder, rushing away down ahead of you in the audience, and you disappear, and you are floating in the void. This is much better. Well, no one's going to try to kill you because there's no one here. We'll just cease to exist after millennia floating here. I don't know about that. I think we'll always be here. Whether we'll be alive, I don't know. But I truly believe that our physical forms will still exist in whatever this non-place is. Look, I can do a somersault in the air. Oh, very good. So you are floating in the blackest of black. There is no light, yet you can sort of see each other sort of in an outline kind of way and there is nothing and sound sort of exists you can sort of hear each other but it's like it just falls off pretty quickly as if underwater I kind of want to be back in the castle I'm worried that the denizens of the castle are going to do something awful to us do you know why they're going to do something awful to us 
Yes, I know why. Because I did not promise the magical tree to the evil goddess of the moon. This is all my fault. I'm trying to make it better. Hence, we're floating safely in a void of blackness. Where we're probably going to die. Take me to a different place, please. Wherever it is other than we currently are. And plus... You angered a goddess! She's a goddess! You can't come back from that! That is not something you come back from! Actually, I think I'm gonna- I prefer to stay here in the void! No good can come from going back there! Yes, exactly! Which is why I put us in the void! We're safe in the void! Sure, we'll eventually go insane from boredom and then starve to death. But still, it's probably better than what she was going to do to us because, oh, I didn't want her to be in charge. Loxen! Loxen is the goddess of choice! Oh no, we're not going to starve to death because we've got his fairy cakes that never work! They're still filling. Cut to an hour later floating in the void. 97 bottles of meat on the wall. 97 bottles of meat. I take one down and drink it alone because I'm sad and I haven't seen the sun. And I'm really questioning whether or not this was a wise decision. And my friend stopped talking to me. And now it's just kind of dreary and lonely. 96 bottles of meat on the wall. 96 bottles of meat on the wall. 96 bottles of meat. <laughs> oh, God. Where is everybody? Why will you talk to me? I don't like it here anymore. You see? You see what you've done, Blood? Even Egerton, who is the most annoyingly cheery person I've ever met, is completely depressed. Doesn't even want to go on living. Well, I mean, he's going to go on singing that song, but I mean, I don't think he wants to go on living anymore. I feel like you're not consulting us in your decisions anymore. You single-handedly decided to defy Celine. You single-handedly decided to bring us here to avoid. Maybe we could all decide on things as a team. Uh, except you, Magnum. You're not really part of the team now, but I feel that this has probably not gone very well for you. My so name is Magnus. Magnus! Oh. Sorry about that. Magnus. Um, yeah, sorry, this hasn't gone too well for you here, has it? You're just delivering mail. It's kind of funny, and now you're in a void somewhere. Anywho, um, we need to get out of here, because I can't take him singing that anymore. I for miles of wall, but there's no walls in the void. I want to drink a mead, but I can't because there's no walls. There's no light, but a, it's like a shadow passes over all of you. Like something the size of a planet has just narrowly missed you all. And you just get this strange sense of foreboding. More foreboding than being in a void with him singing 96 bottle. Okay. Almost like you could feel the rumble of something passing that you couldn't hear. Sorry, guys. I'm a little hungry. I, I don't think it was you. I think there's something bigger out there. I don't think I can take any more foreboding. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of foreboding. Well, the only thing that I would suggest is holding hands 
and limboing again. Oh. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because now we have to talk about it. Quit making decisions for the group, Blatt. Quit trying to improve our situation, Blatt. We need to have a vote. Well, let's just write down on secret little cards what we want to do. Look, we either go after the planet-sized foreboding or we try to blink our way into someplace else. A giant whiteness opens up, filling all of your vision, all of you. And it takes a second to realize it is a giant eye and it is slowly tracking on you. That's terrifying. And you feel another rumble. Unilateral, unilateral, let's unilateral it up. Let's go, go, go. Come on, Blatt, unilateral. All you, buddy, let's do it. No, buddy no, number three. No, no, I will try something here. Excuse me. Excuse me. Is anybody there? Oh, this is going to work. Great. Talk to the giant eyeball. Big eyeball. The eyeball shifts slightly as if it was looking at Darcy. Hello. Hello, giant eyeball. Nice to meet you. Uh, my name is Dark. Oh, that's not good. Uh, Egerton, do you, do you have any uh, fairy cakes? I don't think I have any that big. Uh, maybe we could just give it something small. Okay, okay, okay. I'll take I'll take one out. Here's this is a nice green cube one. Okay, and throw I'm, it a little bit below the eye. A little a below line. the eye. Way down from this eyeball is starting to a red line is starting to form quite large. The red line. Aim for the red line. Okay, here we go. And oh look, it's floating. Let's roll volley in the void. All right, volley in the void. That is a six. Do you have a dex bonus? I do not. Okay. Uh, so uh, Egerton sends a little fairy cake tumbling off into the void, and you see the red line getting bigger, opening up as if it might be a giant mouth. Hey, hey, listen. You're huge. We're tiny. We're not even going to fill you up. You're going to be even hungrier. So. I feel like this is a good time to just cut our losses. No, no, don't say it. Let, let's let's hold hands. Uh, and uh, here, I'll hold both your hands, Magnum. Uh, and we'll uh, get ready to go because the mouth is getting bigger. It um, is filling all of your vision now, this redness. All you see is red as wait, if wait, it's wait, approaching. Wait, 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 wait. I know where you can get lots of food. Lots of food. We just came from there. Celine's castle, it's filled with fey. It was like there was a thousand of them there and they're just waiting, just waiting to be eaten. The redness is receding. Interesting. Now, Blatt, can you touch this thing, hold on to our hands and try to limbo us back to the castle so this thing can eat? That's an excellent plan. But I don't know if I can Ugh. do it, because we have to check with Darcy. Would that be all right with you, Darcy? We came up with a plan, but we didn't ask you about it. I feel like I'm being forced into this. But yes, I'll agree. Rather than being eaten. <laughs> 
You better do this now, Blatt. All right, all right. Everybody hold hands and I'll okay. just... You're a little up. too far away from each other right now to hold hands. Okay, I'm going to swim over to Darcy. It seems to be working. Okay, it's working. Okay, okay, I got okay, you. Okay, 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 I got you. Let's, let's swim right, over uh, towards Blatt. I'm flapping my wings. No tricks. No, no tricks. He speaks the truth. There's a castle. There's a lot of stuff in it. A lot of stuff. I'm just going to, I don't want this to hurt. I'm just going to wrap one little head around an eyelash. Good. Good. Is everyone okay back there? Hey, give me your hand. Give me your hand. All right. All right. Take my hand. And now the thinking. thinking. There is so much riding on this roll. Thinking. 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 Not knowing how this is going to work. Dear Lord in heaven, how large is this being? Eight. <laughs> you enter Limbobo with a cost. You end up in a different location or plane. What are the <laughs> options? Different? <sighs> you are unable to exit Limbo for 10 minutes while you recharge. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna say, um, dear Lord, I need to read this. <laughs> we broke the game. We, we broke, broke the game. Carter broke, broke the, the game, game again. <laughs> we broke the game. Okay. And that's the end of season one, folks. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> we'll be back when Sean checks out of Ward Five in the mental hospital. <laughs> I like how essentially we were now in quantum leap. <laughs> yeah, how do we think we're ever going to get back to Sliders. the plate? We're just going to go to limbo again. Okay. Why did you think we could bring us back? I have it. Oh. Oh, we're in trouble. The world explodes into all of your senses, and Blatt, you're holding on to this, this piece of such size and scope, you can't even see it, and all of you are hanging off of Blatt, and it is... Around you are sort of a colorless plain and rocks and craters. And off in the distance, there's very everything's very bright. And you see a small globe in the sky, pretty large, that appears to be a distant planet. And all of you are on the moon. <sighs> All right, there's been a slight problem with our location, but as you can see- And you can't speak because you can't breathe <laughs> and there is no oxygen. <laughs> rolling, rolling, just hold on to me. Rolling, rolling. It's a seven. We have to go to a different plane because we can't stay here to recharge. Maybe you could let go of the eyelash. And you all pop out of existence. And you appear in... Uh, so no, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna play a game. Uh, mm. So from one to six, we're gonna go around the table. 
I'm going to write numbers till we get them. Um, we're going to come up with uh, six planes. <laughs> so we're probably going to be doing this for a bit. Um, so uh, we'll start with uh, Magnus. Give me, what's a what's a, a place or a plane? 747. What? It's a plane. Okay. Boo. So modern, modern day. So modern day. Um, yep. A plane of existence. Celine's castle. What a touch a cheater. Okay, Celine's the, the land of the Fae. Okay. Why did you want to go back there? Um, Eli, number three. Uh, the hell dimension of Quaytox. Thank you. <laughs> Eli has said the hell dimension of Quaytox. Uh, I'm going to pick the land of death. Marisa. The land of sugar plums and jujubes. Love it. Carter. Uh, Egerton's kitchen. <laughs> Oh, is it is a plane. I'll oh, give it. Okay. I'll give it. It is not of this world. Okay. Uh, Marisa, roll us a six-sided die, please. It's a four. The land of death. Ooh, <sighs> I've been there. <laughs> complete your mission. Okay. So you all pop back into existence, and everything is weird. It's as if the world is is plainly flat. Every direction you look, there is just mist leading up to a tower in the distance, no matter where you turn. And you are now all um, falling towards the ground, hanging on to this giant void beast. And, uh, but you never stop falling. You're always in the same place, falling towards this misty floor with always a tower in the distance, no matter where you turn. This looks really familiar. We're slowly moving backwards. If we keep this up, we may eventually get home. No, no, we're stopping here. We're stopping here. Oh, all right, we'll stop here. Well, tell me, what sort of lives are we going to lead here in our new home? Tell me, what's your plan? What's your plan? Because I seem to be forever falling with the world's giant creature hovering above me. Egerton, throw me some of your fairy cakes. Okay, here you go. Okay. Uh, I need to roll for volley. You guys are falling, hanging on to each other, and right. tossing each other fairy cakes. That's a seven. Okay. So you lose all your fairy cakes from your pouch. They're just falling down towards the ground, but two of them make it to Darcy. Okay. So you have no more fairy cakes till you can get to a place of cook or an evening or a sleep. Uh, uh, Mr. Death, Mr. Grim Reaper, fairy cakes. Fairy cakes, do you remember me? Hello? Okay. Death? You're calling for death? We're kind of old friends. What? I owe him a favor. You owe death a favor? How do you think I got alive again? You think it was that guy's ministration and surgeon skills? <gasps> you lied to us. You said you were a medical expert. I didn't say that. I said that I know a little bit about it. That's all I said. But you put it on me. You said I had to save her. I... You did have to save her. And you know why you had to save her? Because I love Darcy. There, I love Darcy. Oh, <laughs> what did I just say as I'm falling down here in the death plane? No one heard that. Everyone, what I just said was drowned out by the giant monster who demands food. So, Death, Grim Reaper, hello? And I'm waving my arms in the air with these fairy cakes. 
I never thought I'd be so uncomfortable plummeting forever downwards with a giant coming at me. It's kind of awkward now. Just like that. Very awkward. <laughs> Listen, you're going to bank our success or failure on those freaking fairy cakes? Well, how else are we going to stop the falling? We're just going to keep falling forever. And you're no longer falling. You're all suspended, just frozen. I don't know if this is better or worse. And you hear a voice, Darcy. I think you all hear it. And it's somebody talking with their mouth full. I didn't think you'd do it, Darcy. But I did. I brought you the fairy cakes. And in front of all of you materializes death in the robes with the hooded cowl and holding a scythe in one hand and seems to be eating something with the other. That is so cool. Thank you. Well, Darcy, you've delivered. In fact, you've inundated me with fairy cakes. They're scattered across the plain here. I did not expect a galactopoid from the void, however. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> I, I thought maybe you would need a galactopoid for your collection. I don't believe it is the galactopoid's time. Oh, that's too bad. And it seems to be very hungry. Yes, we've had a problem with that. This guy wants to eat us. I, I don't, I, I just wanted to eat a fairy cake. No, no, no. The Galactopoid, he's all hungry and he's going to eat us. So is there anything you could do about that, maybe? Just help us out? I mean, you're friends with Darcy, so, you know, you probably want to help a friend out. That's what friends do, right? Suddenly, the cow is right in front of you. <laughs> you're asking to make a bargain with death, young? Oh, Magnus. What? You know my name? I know everyone's name. I have a ledger here somewhere, and a ledger appears in his hand, and he's reading it. Very interesting. Well, yeah, you know, I've led a pretty cool life so far. I mean, for somebody who's so young. But, uh, uh, yeah, sure. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's make a bargain, you and I. Okay. Yeah. Yes. What do you want? Well, it depends what you're asking for, young Magnus. What I'd like. Uh-huh. Is for you uh -huh. to make this galactopoid go away and return us to the tree. Really, Magnus? You have one chance to make a pact with death, and that's really what you're going to ask for? <sighs> well... That's my immediate need. I mean, there are other things I would like. Like, you know, I would really love to be an all-powerful super being who could do really cool martial arts and, like, save the world. But he'll settle for the Galactopoid. But I'll settle for the Galactopoid. And some more fairy cakes. <sighs> and some more fairy cakes. Oh, 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 and I lost my, my noise-making thing that I like at night. Egerton. Egerton, he's what? making a deal with death. Yeah, but Maybe I, just... Shh, oh, oh, just okay. Right. So how many years are you willing to give me, Magnus? Early. Uh, give you years? 
Can we... Remember, you don't even know how few you have. True. True. Guys, uh, help me out here. What He'll give I do? you 17 years. No, Egerton! What? I'm just trying to move this along. I'm getting uncomfortable with the floating. I'm getting some chafing. And I really just want to go back to the tree so we can all sit down and relax for a bit. 17 years for all the things he said. Let's do it. No. He's done. No. Excellent. But he doesn't even have any awful habits yet, like smoking or a, an addiction to uh, crass reading material. What? Uh, he actually has both of those. What? However, <laughs> Magnus, you, you can't make a deal with death. It doesn't work like that. Ah, oh, the look on your face. We'll meet again, Magnus. Uh, Darcy, thank you. You have satisfied the first part of our bargain. The first part? Now, if you could just take your galactopoid from the void and move along, that would be great. You, you don't want him here? No, it's not his time. But when it is his time, I'm happy to make a deal. Same as you, Magnus. But it is none of your time. I'm amazed you even got here. Very interesting. What about, to get rid of us, you send us back to Celine's palace with the Galactopoid, and then you'd get rid of us all. Would that be useful? You know, I remember when people were afraid of death. It was such a better time, you know? Everyone was just afraid of me. If it makes you feel better, I am presently terrified. Death disappears. But you're still floating in the mist, and everywhere you look, there is a tower off in the distance. I think we have to take Galacti with us. Otherwise, death is going to be real mad. He's so personable. I don't know why he thinks that we're going to be afraid of him. Anyway, we could try to kill this Galactopod, then maybe death will come and take him. I mean, we could try to massage this Galactopod and make him really happy. I think we better get off the death plane, first of all. I don't think it's going to end well. Limbo is out of here. Is there any chance we can get back to Celine's castle? That's what I want to know. Or do we just limbo on forever? Oh, well, let me try my limbo headbook here. I don't have one. I don't know how this works. Everyone just grab a hold and... Galacti? Could... Is it all right if I refer to you as Galacti? Oh, very good. Thank you. Now, remember, if we can make it back to Celine's castle, there's all sorts of good stuff in it to eat. I understand, Galacti. Yes, it's been a while since I've had something nourishing myself. So, onesie, twosie, apples and pears, what is the present thing that we're going to be trapped in? You end up in a different location or plane. We're all six at a time, Darcy. It's a one. Modern day. It's the beginning of the middle of the end of time and other bothers. Hey everyone, Sean here, and I want to thank you all for being with us on this amazing journey. Quick note that this episode, episode 14, the one you're listening to right now, the one where the entire table chanted, we broke the game, is the last episode for a little while. We're going to be taking just a short break while we roll out Alba Salix Season 2, or as Eli is calling it, Alba Salix Volume 2. 
So just keeping in mind, there's going to be a short break before we come back uh, to, with our next episode. That said, I also want to promote where you can come and meet us and see us. Uh, Eli and I will both be at PodCon in Seattle on January 19th and 20th. Please stop by if you're in the area. Say hi. We're going to have some super awesome things to give away and also at our table. Finally, it's time for our mid-roll promo. This week, we have a special audio clip to play for you from an awesome podcast, a live play podcast that we really enjoy and we love. And you may have heard of it. It's Tales from the Dark Dragon's Inn. Cities are hard. They're tangled webs of shadows with someone different waiting to stab you in the back on every corner. Baldur's Gate ain't no different. If anything, it's worse. There's murder in the air and a name on everyone's tongue that no one dares to speak. The scales of justice are new in town, hot in the tail of an evil cult, but they're going to make him talk. Tales from the Dark Dragon's Inn is a serialized fiction podcast. Join us for season two on tftddi.co.uk. Mike, 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 yeah, Mike, yeah, Mike, Mike. you got all your stuff's got to be in boxes. We got to be out of here. What are you like, talking about in boxes? We're, we're going on break. We, we're not paying for the studios while we're on break. Oh, well, I've got a lot of stuff here and some of it's kind of hidden. Um, what, what do you mean hidden? Like, where, where's all this stuff coming from? Your, your trailer well, is tiny. Yeah. Well, it's not just the trailer. I might have, you know, uh, uh, let's go look at Marisa's trailer. Just walk over here. Uh, okay. Uh, now you see that. Darcy, Marisa. What do you want? Hey, I uh, just want to make sure you're all packed because we're we got to be out of the studio at the end of recording today. Wait, do I have to pack all Mike's stuff that's also in my trailer? What, what you do you know mean about it? Uh, you paid me twenty dollars the other day to take over three quarters of my trailer. Oh remember? no, 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 not that stuff. Oh, the stuff I hid. I don't know. Oh, it's okay, okay, okay. Come, come over here to the little sink. I'll just lift that out and put it down here. And yeah, see, there's the magazines. Oh, um, no. these oh, are no. these are my favorite cooking magazines. And people get really judgy because they think I could probably lose a few pounds. So I try not to read those around the press. So I'll take those and put them in my bag. You're, you're going to take all this stuff one trip at a time in your backpack? Yeah. Please send money so Sean doesn't go insane. You can do so at patreon.com slash albasalix. Well, I'm pretty sure they can just go to otherballers.com if they want to. Security! But, security! But, oh, we need on, you to not... please take a... You are suddenly in clouds and a brilliant, bright blue sky and a very too bright sun, and you hear this roar, this like sound of a of some kind of engine approaching, and you are floating, or perhaps in freefall, in the clouds. Why are we going so fast? Oh, it's very simple. We're plummeting to our doom. Jeez! Ah, With a giant side void creature that you are hanging on to, as you hear the sounds of the engine getting louder. What what what's that sound coming from? Well, I see a dot, and oh, the dot appears to be getting larger. And you see what looks to be some kind of moving vehicle with wings, and it is getting 
faster and faster approaching you, and it begins to fire. And you just hear the sound as all these like projectiles like, like singing through the air all around you. Everyone roll Defy Danger. I think it's trying to communicate with us. Yes, through death. Eight. Six. Three. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, basically, uh, Magnus and Blatt take uh, basically a shell explodes near you, and you are both gonna take damage. Um, you're both gonna take four hit points of damage. Oh! And uh, Darcy and Egerton, um, you guys uh, have a choice. You can continue holding on to the party. There's like shells exploding all around you as this plane banks and passes by you. So you can hold on and take damage or you can let go. I will let go. Okay. I'm going to hold on to Darcy but let go of everyone else. Okay, so you two are both tumbling off away because the explosion sends you flying, and you Ooh. both take uh, two hit points damage, and I don't what? think either of you have armor. And the, this, this contraption plane banks and zooms off as all these shells impact all across this giant galactoid from the void, and it groans and turns a little, starting to put you underneath it as you are continuing in free fall. Galacti! You can eat this! Suddenly, the two of you, so Magnus and Blatt, you are clinging to this eyelash as the eyelash starts to close down and you feel yourself start to lift and move and bank this giant creature. Darcy and Egerton, you are continuing to fall away, tumbling head over heels. (laughs) This is awesome! All right, Magnum, hold on to Galacti. I have to let go of you and fly down to get Egerton and Darcy. Okay. I'll fly back up and get the two of you after he's eaten whatever this very dangerous metal bird is. All right, good luck. So long. And Blatt lets go and rushes down with his wings tucked behind him to get maximum velocities to grab onto Darcy and Egerton. Give me a defy danger roll, Blatt, as you let go and backwards fall down into a Batman pose with Danger Zone playing. Six. Do you have a dex bonus? I think you do. Seven. Okay. So you, uh, as you drop back and you start to angle down on them, you realize that you're being pulled off um, by something you are wearing or holding. Uh, Something in your pack is giving you too much pull. It's lifting you off target. You're having trouble flying with your arms folded. What do you want to drop or let go of? My pants. Okay. (laughs) So, Blatt, you managed to (laughs) rip your pants off, and... uh, I do this for love! (laughs) Magnus, you are clinging to this eyelash 
as you feel this giant void galactopod pivot and suddenly accelerate. I need you to roll defy danger. Uh, four. <laughs> and Magnus, uh, what sound do you make as you are ripped off the side of this eye as the galactopoid takes off after this? <laughs> okay, so Blat, you are zooming down at full velocity towards this tumbling mess that is Darcy and Egerton. Um, and you are able to grab onto, from your roll, you're able to grab onto, who do you want to grab? I'll grab onto Darcy first. Okay, so you are going to grab Darcy. Darcy, you are suddenly snatched like and, and thrown sideways and grabbed ah! by a naked blat. Don't look at that. Don't look at that. Just keep looking up. Just keep looking up. I thought things were awkward before. It's, it's, it's all right. We can talk about that later. Where? Just scan for Eggsy. Where's Eggsy? <laughs> Says Eggsy who's hanging on to her legs. <laughs> oh, excellent. I thought I was going to have to do that twice. Because I really don't think I have the energy to do it twice. Don't look up, Egerton. Just keep looking down. It's too look, late. Look, it's, oh. it's right in my face. Oh, I, again, I'm sorry. I had to uh, <coughs> um, get rid of uh, something that was uh, causing me uh, uh, wind drift. Now, you are still plummeting full down. Wings are not spread, and you're holding on to Darcy. So you are. You see the ground. You're, at, you're exiting the clouds, and you see ground. It's still a ways away, but rushing at you. So I'll slowly open my wigs up to slow our descent. Okay. And as I do so, I scan the sky to make sure that the galactopoid is attacking the giant metal bird. So you basically slowly open your wings, and it's pretty rough. So you're all like being shaken around <laughs> as you start to open. And looking up, you see a massive shadow of a being like moving away at pretty decent clip and that's when Magnus passes you. Oh damn it. Hang on everyone. So I press Egerton and Darcy against my naked form, tuck my wings back again, and shoot down like a rocket towards Magnum. Roll Defy Danger. Eight. Dex bonus? Yes. Okay. So you are rocketing after Magnus. Uh, your wings are tucked up. You're getting a lot of, you're being pulled. You're being rocketed left, right. She's got a lot of stuff going on. And you see him coming, but you're coming in too fast. I open my wings up, scream. Anyone who can grab him, grab him. 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 I let go and grab onto Magnus. Yeah. I got you, Magnus! No! And now the two of them are tumbling away from you because you pulled out your wings. Wings! Eggsy, you've got wings! Use the wings, Eggsy! So I spread my wings 
and continue tumbling through the air. Yep, you see his wings flapping as he continues to tumble through the air down towards the ground. Axie! Your clothes! Your clothes are slowing you down! Take off the clothes, Axie! It's the only way! What? Don't take off your clothes! Okay, Magnus, you get my pants, I'll get the shirt! (laughs) Oh, God! Okay. What? What? No, careful! Careful! Oh, those are snaps! Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness! He can't fly! You have to go and rescue them! He's a flightless fairy! Egerton, you remember the bowl in your head. You can be anything you think of, dude. A pigeon! (laughs) They're excellent flyers. That's what I'll do. Okay, I just need to think... I need to think about this really hard. Seriously? Shape shifter, shape shifter, shape shifter. Wow. Eleven. We cut to the ground, and flat. You land with your wings out, Darcy. You are deposited very gently on the ground. And ahead of you in the pond, you hear the thrashing of Egerton and Magnus. I got it. it. We're good. I flew. I flew. Did you see me fly? I was a bird. I was like a bird. I flew. Yeah, it was awesome. I'm a bird. I can't believe I'm still alive. Well, it's because I'm so good at my shape shifting and I turned into a a bird and I I flew you into the pond and saved our lives. You're welcome. (sighs) Eggsy, put your pants back on. Eggsy, throw me your coat. I need something to wrap around myself. Okay, here you go. I've never been more humiliated in my life. But you have to admit that was pretty dang cool. Huh? Huh? I was a pigeon. You were a pigeon. You were a pigeon. And and you landed in a pond. And did you see the size of that creature that we brought through multiple dimensions? We met death! Death! You hear air sirens sounding, uh, resounding across the countryside. And above, you see all these flying metal contraptions zooming off towards the big, you can still see the, the giant galactopoid way up above the clouds and all these contraptions are flying and shooting and explosions ricocheting off and you see it turning and just this giant orifice opening and just swallowing like five six of them as it continues to circle they're excited we're here they're doing fireworks i think we've brought a huge amount of chaos to this plane wherever we are well that's our job done let's move on to the next one Yes, best not to think about it, because we probably doomed this particular plane to a god-awful end. Okay, who wants to try to limbo travel? (laughs) I just want to go back to Celine's castle and be executed. I was just trying to deliver some mail! (laughs) Yeah, you've traumatized this poor kid. The things he's seen, he was just trying to deliver mail. Look what we've done to him. He almost thought he was going to have to make a deal with death. What have we done? (laughs) 
<laughs> what we had to, Darcy. What we had to to live. That Galactopoid might have had some kids, and he might have wanted to just go home and go to sleep, but we brought him to another dimension, and now he's getting lightning things thrown at him. <laughs> well, we may have doomed this dimension. We saved a Galactopod who would have starved to death. Looking on the bright side, I like look up in the sky at how happy he is. And you see him eat like seven more things. And you, you see you hear tanks moving on the road and the air sirens getting louder. So uh, what do you figure if you uh, void jump without your pants? I'll probably be a bit breezy. But uh, maybe it'll work this time. All right, so what we're going to do now, just because this is too crazy, so we're going to basically appear back in Celine's court. <laughs> okay? We're going to start in Celine's court, and each one of you is going to describe what your character now looks like. So I think you've probably been um, void jumping for, let's say, days. Sure. Okay? So I want you to have some fun with... What's happened to you? What state you're in? What you might have with you or whatever. Um, and so we're going to start. There's a resounding clap of thunder. And uh, you are back in an endlessly long hall. And it's a very dark hall. So it takes a second for your eyes to all adjust. And you hear a whisper surge through and down the hall as you realize you are back in Celine's palace and thousands, tens of thousands of fae line the sides of this hall that are suddenly hushed as you all four come into existence. And what do we see? Blatt is still naked with Egerton's jacket wrapped around his embarrassing parts. He's wearing a pith helmet, carrying a spear, and there are splotches of blue paint all over him. All right. I didn't think I would say this, but we're ready to be executed now. And beside him? Darcy's dragging along behind, and her centaur pants are completely splattered with mud and grass. But she's also dragging this fairly large sack of, like, gumdrops and things like that behind her. And uh, and she's lost a shoe, and her hair is messier than usual, and she's really glaring at Blatt. Egerton is wearing a formal tuxedo top <laughs> with one pant leg and a loincloth, <laughs> holding a rubber chicken and using it as a nunchuck, and eating a gumdrop with his mouth full, saying, Let's do it, I'm ready. I'm ready to do it. Chicken! Bagnus has some kind of a bird for a hat. <laughs> His robes are completely sodden in something that is blue. And on his feet are a pair of work boots. And he's carrying uh, a couple of books from... A library somewhere. <laughs> and a murmur starts up in the hall. 
and washes forward down the hall as a light comes on at the end of this hall in the distance. And you see what looks like a throne that is built out of skeletons and half-decomposed bodies and also grass and flowers all mixed together. And on that throne, in the distance, you see a familiar figure. Hello, Celine. And you see a hand raise and a finger snap in the air, and you are suddenly all transported and standing like 10 feet in front of the throne. I remember a time when that would have upset me. I thought you had left me, she says as she begins to get down and step towards you. We did leave you. And all the things that we saw. Limbo jump. Limbo jump. I I can't. I, I, we've been limbo jumping for so long. She's so scary. You've seen death. This scares you? Yes. This would have been scary once upon a time, but time. I don't even know how long we've been jumping. I could be a thousand years older for all I know. Celine. And she's suddenly right in front of you and she's caressing your chin and cheek. What? Oh, Celine, we're so tired. I admit, we were trying to limbo jump to get back to the tree to get away from you. But I just couldn't do it. We've seen the sights. Of a few dozen universes. I'm not going to tell you where I got this hat from. But now we realize. Well, I realized. It's time to pay the piper. I've come to accept whatever punishment you feel you need to mete out. Because I didn't bestow the tree to you. Punishment? <laughs> oh, that's kinky, Blad. I had no idea. Oh, so cute. And she lets her finger trace across your chest as she passes by Magnus. What a lovely hat, Magnus. I said it's a lovely hat! Oh, thank you. It's just a bird that took a liking to me, and then I couldn't really get it to get off my head. Oh. Nice. That'll fit well with my plans for you. Oh, Egerton. Oh, you dressed up for me. Well, actually, this came from an elf named uh, Bubba, and... Yes, that's enough. Yes, Uh thank you. Oh, and you. Would would you like a gumdrop? They're the size of suitcases. I might like a gumdrop. Is that a euphemism, Darcy? No, it's just a gumdrop. Oh, right. Very well. Well, this has been lovely, you all. Thank you so much for coming. And she turns and heads up to sit on her throne and starts talking to a fae that comes flying in and lands beside her on her armrest. Yes, yes, no, I say. Yes, no, yes, kill them all. Those other ones, yes. And what about the, the section... Yes, yes. No, that's fine. And she's just having a conversation. Did anyone else hear the kill word? Oh, yes. I've been preparing for the kill word for the last uh, four limbo jumps. I uh, thought we were going to be the kill word. What is happening here? Well, I've got my rubber chicken, so I'm ready to do whatever needs to be doing. And no. she 
stops and turns. It's like, why are you all still here? We, we're waiting for you to kill us. <laughs> oh, you won't get off that easy. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. Oh, you know, I'm so busy. Um, I'm making you all the full citizens of my land. And a roar goes up in the crowd as all the fae begin to cheer and chant and cheer and jump around. They all come running in around you from the sides. There are everything. Like there's walls that come apart and all the bricks are running over. There are bird-like beings. There are uh, robes made of shadows with appear to have no one in them, but you see two eyes open up and they're all running around you and touching you and celebrating and laughing and yay! I just got this typewritten note that says congratulations. This is very bizarre. We weren't expecting this, but it's very charitable of you. Isn't it? Be off with them. And she waves a hand and goes back to talking to the Fae beside her. I think we might be dismissed. I think we can maybe just leave. And a bunch of Fae are tugging at you and leading you towards a side door. Yes. Come, come. Yay, congratulations. Yay, hooray for us. Let's go out the side door. This side door doesn't have a sacrificial pyre out there, does it? No. It's just a pathway, right? No, you were taking you to the processing room. Congratulations. We're, we're being processed. Yeah. Yay. Yay. But not into goo, right? Just into citizens. Yes. Okay, then. Yay, processing room. Uh, excuse me, uh, you, uh, the fake closest yeah, yeah, to yeah. me. Yes, no. what um, are you do for you? I'm sorry. Oh, um, congratulations. Oh, oh, thank you very much. No, I enjoy being a uh, moon citizen. Um, my question is, why isn't your goddess terribly upset with us? Oh, yeah, we don't, we, we don't, we wouldn't presume to, oh, don't, I wouldn't presume to, to think what my goddess thinks. It's just that... She asked us to name a place in her honor, and we didn't do that, and we just assumed that she was going to murderize us because of that, and that's why we've been avoiding her for all this time. That, that, that's valid. Follow-up question. What is involved in processing? Oh, well, I think you're going to be briefed. You go through the briefing. They explain everything. What citizenship? We, we went through a briefing once, and it was not overly beneficial. So maybe you could give us just like a little bit of a hint about what we can expect. Well, it, just go in, you go into the process. You're, you're going to be briefed, I think. Yeah, uh, it's part of the, there's a whole citizenship process. I am not part of that committee. Maybe. Congratulations, though. Oh, <laughs> oh, thank, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Maybe she thinks that everything we've suffered through Blatt's limbo jumps has paid us back for what we did to her. Maybe she actually has a reasonable side. And I, this I, is all going to end. Or uh, maybe she's making us citizens so she can keep us here forever. Yeah, that, that's probably definitely it. What? So oh, how about I say congratulations? No, thank you. Thank you very much. And the brick walks along. So now we need to escape from Celine? Again? All I really want is my official moon person birth certificate, get a room somewhere with a bed, and sleep for a few millennia. Moon me up! I want to be a Moonite! I'll go first with the briefing! So you're all led into a very normal-looking room. Uh, the door says, Briefing Room, Processing, and Welcome Center. There's a bunch of chairs. There's a, a little podium at the front. 
and there's some kind of screen-like device, and you are all let in by a talking book who uh, points with their pages, pages uh, at to sit down. And as you're all sort of standing there, uh, a tr large tree tries to force its way through the door towards the side. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> pops in. Welcome, welcome. I'm here to give you a briefing. Uh, please have a seat. Could we perhaps um, speak to the manager? I, I am the manager, yes. Oh, good, good. Please have a seat and you may speak. Okay, I'll sit here. Uh, oh, congratulations. So, oh, thank it's very you. rare for us to have new citizens. Thank okay. you. Thank, thank you very, very nice. much. Yes. So we were wondering if maybe you could help us go back to uh, the Nexus, which is where I think we're from. I don't really remember anymore where we're from. Yes, yes. Uh, so this all may be a little new to you all. Uh, how this works is uh, I'm going to give the name of a slide and then explain it. And uh, I know this will be very unusual. And then what's going to happen is you're all going to give me the names of the next slide. And then I'll give that briefing. That's how it works around here. I know it's strange. Okay, so the first slide is uh, welcome to processing. Uh, so here, as you see on the screen, uh, we, we've had some problems in the past with you humans because of this whole panic thing. <laughs> right, so uh, the idea of this whole seminar is to help introduce the concepts to you so you don't panic because that really doesn't help with the whole process. Uh, so uh, that's the end of that slide. Uh, next slide. The lunar cycle from birth to death in Celine's kingdom. Ah, yes. So here you see this, this depiction of, of a lunar cycle in its, uh, we break it down into its 92 parts. Uh, each one has a different name. Uh, you'll be quizzed on that later. Uh, and basically, uh, th this is, will be your journey. So think of it as life. Uh, but you're reborn every lunar cycle. So it's endless. You will live forever. Oh, God. Yes. Uh, let's go to the next slide. No, everything isn't made of cheese. Right. So there's a common misperception amongst you people because nobody's ever been to the moon, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, no, we certainly have not. No, we have never been to the moon. No. 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 First time for everything. Place yeah. of wonder and mystery. You'll find when you get there, there's no oxygen, no way to breathe, and it's not made of cheese. It's made of rock. Rock, people, rock. Yes, but anyways, as Faye, we, you'll be able to go there all the time that you wish. Uh, we go there quite, it's sort of like a, it's sort of like a resort, right? You know, you want to, you know, get tired of the grind, you, you know. Yes, it's like, but there's no ocean. Okay, uh, yes, next slide. By the way, you're all Faye now. Right. <laughs> this is my attempt at a joke. <laughs> so you'll be second-class citizens, of course. Uh, so just break this in slowly. Uh, so uh, you will be, uh, so you will be shadowborn, uh, right? So, uh, uh, Faye, uh, we can't really procreate per se. Uh, you know, Celine does like her little toys, but for the most part, we, 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 you either get born here, so you, you get stuck here and you're pregnant, and, and maybe you were led astray by a Faye. <laughs> so that would be one way you'd be shadowborn. But we have a, a method of creating shadowborn out of humans. Um, really, it's not that painful, uh, and it's pretty straightforward. Um, and of course, you have a choice in the matter. You can also choose to just, uh, you know, die in the void. Uh, but but uh, that's... Uh... E excuse me, there's only two humans here. What's going to happen to the demon and the fairy? Well, the demon will be processing as if he's human because he's half human. Uh, the, the fairy, uh, we, that's a difficult topic. 
there, there is a process by which Faye becomes Shadowborn. It's become a second-class citizen again. Um, but yes. Next slide. Your part in Celine's big plan to someday rule the multiverse. Right. So uh, it's important that once you see this slide, there's no going back. Ha, huh, too late. <laughs> it's a joke. Um, there's really no going back for any of us. Okay. So uh, basically, uh, Celine's plan, uh, you'll see here, uh, this part's crossed out because it's sort of hinged on, well, a certain... Um, site of ancient power being dedicated in her name. Uh, so it's sort of that person sort of derailed everything. Um, but uh, aside from that, uh, you'll see all the other steps here. We're just revising them. So the plan's under revision now for how we're going to make all this happen. Next slide. A difficult topic. Right. Um, so, you know, this is sort of the end. So rather than tell you, I, I thought we'd just, you know, uh, we'll just sh we'll just go into the next room and, and, you know, we can demonstrate for you the process uh, that you will be using to become Shadowborn. I don't like the sound of Shadowborn. Uh, Blatt, didn't you mention something about meeting a Shadowborn at some point? Yes, his name was Jerry, and he didn't have any discernible features. So um, if you're worried... So you'd fit right in. This is no time for jokes. I'm just trying to lighten the mood here. We're all going to be Shadowborn. I think we're not going to have a face. Ugh. I like my face and I'd like to keep it, please. Yeah, could we keep our faces? Oh, yes, yes, you may keep your faces. Uh, they may be slightly rearranged or in a different place, uh, but you'll get to keep you. We can mark that down. Yes, oh, that's boy. possible. Uh, so if you just step out, he opens a smaller door that's sort of older, and you hear the sound of machinery in the other room and the scent of antiseptic. And he steps through, pushes his way through as the branches. Oh, sorry, it gets stuck and pops into the next oh, room. Oh, God. I close the door behind him. Egerton, you catch sight of basically a, 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 a spherical, perfectly clean room. And there is a tube with all of like a, a sheet across the front of it. But you hear the whirring of blades and you hear some screaming. And then there's uh, an empty opening into the void as you close the door. Okay, team. I don't really want to get upgraded like this, so let's figure out a way to get back to the tree. Wait. I'm going to cast Guidance to commune with Loxen. You could have done that. Yes. This whole time. If anyone had ever when, let me get a word in edgewise, I would have. <laughs> well, maybe if you and Blad figured out this will-they-won't-they they thing, we all would have had time to figure something out, like how to eat, how to get home. I don't know how to avoid being here. But no, we all got, you know, I'm sorry. This I'm is sorry. the surprising it's a, part of it's, you, Egerton. It's, it's been a long couple of weeks. It has. And I feel that I need to just sit in a kitchen and I need to bake. Yes. And be alone with myself for Why a Why don't you have another sugar plum? Oh, the sugar They're not as good as They're fairy not, cakes, they, I know. There's no love in them. But there's a lot of sugar. There is sugar. Okay. I'll, I'll take a sugar. I'll eat the sugar. Plum. Okay. Now, just everyone, I need quiet to be able to commune with Loxen. I'm hoping she can get us out of here. You hear the whirring of blades and screaming, and there's a knocking at the door. Hello? You have to come out at some point. Oh, well, we'll be right there. We're just, um, we're, we're saying, giving thanks to Celine for all of the whirringness that very she good, provides. Very it's your new selves that are going to be born. Just practicing our screams. We want them to be. Ah! Ah! Or should I, should I go, oh. Ooh, no, that's good, that's, that's good. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, very good, just let me know when you're done. 
So can I commune with Bloxham? Okay. Do you want me to? Yeah, how's that go? The symbol of your deity appears before you and gestures towards the direction or course of action your deity would have you take then disappears. The message is through gesture only. Okay. Okay, everyone just be quiet and make sure no one comes through that door. So I sit down on the ground, cross-legged, and I put my hand around my amulet and I close my eyes. And I think very clearly about Loxon. And I ask in my head, Loxon, please help us. We don't know what to do. We don't know how to get out of here. Please show me a sign, anything that will help us. So all of a sudden, a warm light fills the room. And a form begins to appear in the air on the far side of the room. And it is a form you have seen before. Darcy, it is locks in with the flowing hair and the robes somewhat see-through and this very warm, almost blinding light as she takes form in the room. She moves forward and touches your arm, Darcy, and you feel this sudden surge through your body of just energy and warmth and, and comfort. And then the head turns and the contact breaks and she starts moving towards the rest of you. And she stops in front of Blatt and reaches up and places a hand on his cheek and a hand on his other cheek and pulls him forward and kisses him on the forehead. (laughs) And she's gone. Oh, no. I think we have to limbo jump. No! No, we are not. No! But it's either that or I kiss him on the forehead, and I don't think that's going to make any difference. 33 bottles of me on the wall. 33 bottles of me. I just want to go home. I think that's... That's the only thing it can mean. Unless Black can fly us all out of here, which I don't think he can. We got a limbo jump. How's it going in there? You're almost ready. We're almost. We're I don't think rumble. I have the right pitch yet. Okay, we're almost empty on the chamber. Ready for the next one? Black kicks the doorknob off of the door. Oh, there's something wrong with the door. What? The door jingles. Oh, no, very broken. We'll have to fix it on our end. Oh, okay. Well, hurry up. All right. I'll try to find some tools. Blatt, if you think hard enough, can you control where we leap? I thought I could, but let me see. How have your last two weeks been? Terrible, but I don't want my face down where my foot is. No, and neither do I, which is why I'm going to do this. You three, stay in this room. I'm going to go talk to Celine. <gasps> oh, I and for once, it's going to be something that I do on my own. All right. We cut to Blatt coming back into the room. And how do you look, Blatt? Blatt has pants on. A nice crisp white shirt. And a tie. All right, it's been decided. Celine, 
is going to beam you back to the tree. Well, that's great. Good news. Great. There's only one problem. With my limbo abilities, I told Celine that she'd be able to go to any point in the multiverse and set up any little worshipping tree that she might want. The only way she can do that is through me. So you three go off, tell everyone I'm sorry, but I'm going to be sticking around here for a while. What? <gasps> no. The End of Time and Other Bothers, an improvised fantasy role-playing game set in the world of Alba Salix. Your game master is Sean Howard, with Carter Siddle as Blatt, Michael Howie as Egerton, Marisa King as Darcy, and special guest Julian Sark as Magnus. Dialogue editing and transcription by Michael Howie. Additional material and sound design by Eli McElveen. Story consultant, Laura Packer. Game consultant, Stephen Smith. Join our Patreon for weekly bonus material, access to our Discord server, and lots more. You'll find it all at otherbothers.com. Can I just stop for a minute? <laughs> I want bullet points. Is there points. anything that we're gonna do that we ever get out? Good luck, Eli. Okay, let's go back. <laughs> the Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Edgar said to the interviewer he was convinced that the thing out there wasn't a vault. Yeah, all. I know what he thought. Dr. Edgar's didn't think it was designed to keep things out. I know what he, he thought. He thought it was designed to keep something in. Do you even understand the difficulty trying to keep a base like Fathom at the bottom of the ocean from killing everyone in it on a daily basis? Oh, my God. Everyone, hold on to something. I think whatever is on the other side of that door out there, it's not friendly. I think it's trying to get out. That, my friend, is a dire combination. That's a bad sign. Get out of the door! It's spreading like some kind of technological contagion. We can either stop it here or watch the world burn. <laughs>